Section 6 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 9, January 1898. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Geographic Literature 11th Annual Report of the Interstate Commerce Commission Advanced Copy Without Appendices Pages 150, Washington, Government Printing Office, 1897. It was to be expected that the first report of the Interstate Commerce Commission issued after the rendering of the recent far-reaching decisions of the Supreme Court would be an interesting one, and such it proves. The Interstate Commerce Commission has never claimed rate-making authority, but from its organization until early in 1897, it acted in accordance with the belief that when the legality of a rate established in the first instance by a carrier subject to the act to regulate commerce had been questioned by those interested and the issue determined adversely to the carrier upon facts and arguments brought out during a formal investigation and hearing of which both parties had had suitable notice and at which they had had opportunity to introduce testimony and cross-examine witnesses it then became its duty not merely to declare the particular rate excessive or unreasonable and consequently unlawful but in addition to decide what rate would be right and subsequently to enforce in the manner provided in the law the latter rate congress it was supposed by the commission had by implication granted this power as a necessary incident of express authority to execute and enforce an act requiring that all rates shall be reasonable and just in a decision rendered during may eighteen ninety seven the united states supreme court declared this to be a misconception of the purpose and meaning of the act and that congress did not confer upon the commission the limited authority to prescribe future charges which it had supposed itself to possess. Accepting this interpretation, the Commission believes that the same rule will be found when occasion arises to leave that body without authority in the absence of amendatory legislation to enforce any order to prevent unjust discrimination or undue preference in the future. The result is thus stated in the report. The other sections and provisions of the law are in aid of and were intended to make effective the first three sections which relate to and were intended to make unlawful and to prohibit unreasonable charges unjust discriminations and undue preferences and without authority to make these three sections effective in the future practically all the commission can do toward executing and enforcing the vital provisions of the act is to inquire into wrongs done in the past and report the result of its investigation to itself the inadequacy of so restricted a remedy for the evils incident to current methods of railway rate-making is obvious the farmers who produce grain cotton livestock and other commodities entering largely into interstate commerce are not as a rule shippers they sell to dealers upon the basis of current rates whether reasonable or the reverse and the latter are the actual shippers if the reasonableness of previous charges 
only may be investigated the remedy is necessarily limited to the collection of damages representing the difference between the rate actually charged and that which would have been reasonable and just the only person in a position to collect these damages would be the one who had made the actual shipment and to whom having bought upon the basis of the rate paid the amount collected would constitute an additional and unreasonable profit in the louisville and nashville case one of the earliest decided by the commission it was declared that the dissimilar circumstances justifying a higher charge for the short than for the long haul under the fourth section of the law might exist a as a result of the competition of carriers by water b as a result of competition by carriers not subject to the interstate commerce law and c in rare and peculiar cases as a result of competition of carriers subject to the law subsequently it was laid down that if the rate for the longer haul was controlled by unregulated competition the carrier might make a lower charge to meet such competition without application to the commission but where the justifying competition alleged to exist was that of carriers subject to the law application must be made to the commission for permission to promulgate the lower rate under the proviso permitting the commission in special cases to make exemption from the general rule of the long and short haul clause during november eighteen ninety seven the supreme court of the united states decided that competition of railway carriers subject to the act must be considered in cases arising under the fourth section and that where it exists sufficiently to constitute a controlling force the circumstances are dissimilar if therefore the commission find the existence of such competition to a controlling degree the rule of the fourth section is inapplicable the commission is apparently of the opinion that this construction practically eliminates the long and short haul clause from the law the commission frankly acknowledges that its members are unable to agree as to the wisdom of authorizing pooling contracts a majority says the report think it must occasion some improvement in the rate situation at almost all points and that it might altogether amend it at many points though reminding the public that whatever beneficial results pooling may accomplish must be secured through the restriction of competition a majority of the commission are inclined to recommend that the experiment surrounded by suitable safeguards be tried something it is admitted must be done and the insistence of the railways whose officers are in a situation wisely to judge that this is the proper remedy is entitled to careful attention protest is entered against the practice akin to special pleading of quoting a single sentence from some report of the commission as evidence of an opinion favorable to pooling the commission is unanimous that to reverse the effect of the trans-missouri decision to repeal the anti-pooling clause and enact in its place a pooling bill would be little better than a crime against the people unless at the same time the commission or some other tribunal was invested with adequate powers of supervision and control the following paragraphs are important enough to be given in full it should be further said that 
while a majority of the commission have felt that it would be wise to adopt the remedy suggested by the carriers in the present emergency we do not admit that congress is altogether powerless to correct this evil without the adoption of that means the difficulty with enforcing the present law is not in its criminal features which with some slight changes are well enough and strong enough but in obtaining evidence of violations of that law when those who have knowledge of what is actually done are put upon the witness stand they refuse to disclose the truth since these witnesses will not state the fact as it exists some means must be provided of otherwise ascertaining that fact so long as these gentlemen refuse to tell it is necessary to provide a way by which the government can find out for itself if the interstate carriers of this country were compelled to keep their accounts in some prescribed form and if the agents of the united states had the right at any time to inspect those accounts or to take charge of one or more of the stations of a carrier when so advised the effect must be to greatly diminish these practices this kind of supervision would be no more rigorous than that under which national banks now exist the report also discusses the work of the commission during the current year uniform classification of freight through routes and through rates procedure in the courts on applications for the enforcement of the orders of the commission railway statistics and other matters of importance previous recommendations in regard to legislation on these subjects are renewed attention is called to the recommendation of the statistician in regard to the establishment of a bureau of railway statistics and accounts and to the endorsement of the plan by the latest convention of state railroad commissioners h t newcomb End of section 6